Hello world, this is Tim, and welcome to my mini podcast dedicated to my favorite music. Now, this little project of mine has been on the back burner for a long time, so I'm really, really excited to get this started. The idea is simple. There is just so much good music out there, and there is no perfect platform to share it with everyone. So, with this podcast, I'm hoping to introduce to you guys a couple of artists, a couple of songs, carefully curated and chosen for every episode to color up your day, even if it's just a little bit. I hope that by sharing with y'all these music selections and any backstories I might have, I can properly express my gratitude for these songs and artists and all they have done for me. Of course, make sure to check out each artist and their respective catalogs and labels to truly support their great work. Lastly, a disclaimer. Not all my selections will be to everyone's tastes, and that is okay. You can skip forward if you'd like, but I would highly encourage keeping an open mind. Give in just a little, and let every note, every beat, permeate your soul. This is Music with Tim. That, ladies and gentlemen, was a song titled Christmas in L.A. by a band called Wolfpeck. That is V-U-L-F-P-E-C-K. Off their album Thrill of the Arts from the year 2015. It was distributed through their own label, Wolf. I know Christmas was a few days ago, but I still felt obligated to share the song because the vibes that it gives off is just so positive. I can't count how many times I've bursted out dancing in my room, or gyrated my body in traffic to this song. I first learned about this band when my coworker and friend Dave told me to check out their other popular song called Funky Duck. I have most certainly not looked back since. Wolfpack played three dates at the Phoenix in Toronto, which is my home, earlier in May of this year, but the tickets were unfortunately sold out for all three shows. It remains one of my biggest regrets because this band, in a live setting, by all accounts, is legendary. The band consists of Jack Stratton on bells, Theo Katzman on drums and vocals, Woody Goss on piano, and Joe Dart on bass, featuring David Tyrone Walker on guitar, whom I've just found out is a top session guitarist. Every member of this band, needless to say, is a phenomenal musician. I would highly encourage y'all to check out this band on YouTube or your other streaming apps on your phones. I am sure many of their songs will make appearances in future episodes. Now, those of you that know me well may know that the next artist I am about to share is one of my favorite musicians of all time. I have him to thank for for sending me down the rabbit hole that is music. Without him, I would not know the blues, funk, soul, jazz, and other genres of music. Would it sound surprising if I told you that man was John Mayer? Long known as the musician's musician, Mr. Mayer effortlessly transcends the boundaries of pop to invite his listeners to open up to other forms of music. It was Christmas 2006, and me, being the angsty teenager that I was, was reluctantly walking around the mall with my mom and dad when I walked into the HMV, our local music store. I picked up one of his albums, Continuum, on a whim, having known John Mayer only through my older brother's Guitar World magazines. My parents happily purchased the album for me, likely to shut me the fuck up. When I got home, I slumped into the basement, popped the disc into one of our old-ass stereo players, and that's when Steve Jordan's drums and John Mayer's vocals counted me off 
into my obsession. That was John Mayer's Waiting on the World to Change. I hope you paid careful attention to the underlying foundations, the steady drums from Steve Jordan, the playful bass lines of Pino Palladino, the smooth keys that is Ricky Peterson, and the horns of Roy Hargrove. It all melds perfectly together with Mayer's slithering guitar work and soulful vocals to create this easy-listening protest song of our time. This song won Mayer a Grammy back in 2006 for Best Male Pop Vocal Performance and is off one of my favorite albums of all time, 2006's Continuum, from Aware Records, a, a subsidiary of Columbia and Sony. Take my word with a grain of salt, but I seem to recall this particular song was not on the original cut of Continuum. When Mayer brought the album to the label, the executives said the album was still missing a hit. Mayer, who thought he had a hit album on his hands even without waiting, went back to the drawing board and came up with a song overnight. The success of the song speaks to the incredible abilities of Mayer. I am very lucky to have friends who are also just as, if not more passionate than me, about music. My good friend Stevie Carlisle, who is a phenomenal musician himself, showed me the following track in one of his many binge music sharing sessions. Stevie, in my opinion, has one of the best ears for a sick beat. So, thank you Steve. For my listeners out there that are interested, be sure to check out Stevie Carlisle's album, Two Trains, which can be found on iTunes. So, the next song I am about to show you is from a young local Toronto producer by the name of Rizachi, aka Zach Farachi, featuring Swell on the ukulele. Keep an ear out for the great ukulele work, the unreal bass that kicks in and gyrates you, and the hazy summer day heat vocals. That was Waiting For You by Rizachi featuring Swell, off the 2016 album D97. One of my favorite things about that song is when the beat comes in and just hits you in the face out of nowhere. I also absolutely love the rolling, sustained basses. The effect at minute mark 244 is one of the many subtle touches that makes this song particularly special for me. Be sure to check out Versace's full line of work at his SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Versace, spelt V-E-R-Z-A-C-H-E. Remember earlier when I said John Mayer has introduced me to many countless blues, funk, soul, and jazz music? Apparently, he can also do the same for contemporary pop artists. This was only a mere few months ago when Mr. Mayer posted on his Instagram and Snapchat story about a new release by an artist called Grace Weber. Before that moment, I had absolutely zero clue who she was. But then there I was, digging through my Apple Music, and the next thing I knew, this was playing through my headphones. Pay careful attention to the masterful mix of soaring vocals, chipmunk soul, chunka chunka of the guitar strumming pattern, orchestrated horn lines, the guitar runs up and down, and the gospel-esque choir that weaves in and out of Weber's vocals. Ladies and gentlemen, that was More Than Friends by Grace Weber. In my mind, there is a special draw to that song because of its acoustic sincerity. When I hear the song, I can imagine the winter sunlight shining through my bedroom window. With my sheets wrapped around me, I'm hunkered down with a cup of coffee for the winter. And I'm feeling so, so, so sappy. I also thought the use of the chipmunk soul effect 
popularized by none other than Kanye West in his earlier material, worked really, really well with the song. Did you know Grace Weber helped co-write and sang on Chance the Rapper's All We Got off his Grammy-winning Coloring Book album? With that piece of insight, you can really see some of the common similarities and effects utilized in both songs. Grace Weber has an album coming out in 2018, which I will be sure to check out, and you should too. For our last song of the episode, we will get a bit jazzy. Don't worry, I won't subject my listeners right away to the complex jazz of the 1950s. Yet. But coming up next is a song by one of the best, in my opinion, modern jazz fusion bands today. They expertly combine a youthful energy with the legacy traditions of jazz. I am a huge, huge, huge fan of this band, and I've been honored to see them live once. I cannot wait until the next time. I hope you enjoy the track as much as I do. Pay careful attention to the main thematic, which the band will then masterfully skirt along and jam to. Prepare your ears for a sonic mural. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Thing of Gold by Snarky Puppy, off their ground-up album released in 2012 off Ropadope Records. Note, this record was recorded live. Take a moment and take that in for a second. Live. Anyway, there are a few things that make me fall in love with this track. Number one, the main theme of this song, played through the keys, reminds me of the theme from Final Fantasy, for whatever reason. For those of you nerds out there, I hope you know what I mean. It is an enthralling thematic that sets the perfect tone for the rest of the song. Whenever I hear it, I swear I can honestly feel the goosebumps and hairs prickle up on my arms. Number two. There's something oddly Asian about the opening sections of the song, especially the brass section around minute mark 147. It oddly connects me to my Chinese roots. I'm not sure if that was the intention, but it definitely vibes that way with me. Number three, the horn and keys solos that absolutely tears through in the middle and ending section of the song. Jay Jennings plays the flugelhorn solo, while Sean Martin finishes it off with a Moog solo. Number four, the masterful combination of 20, 20 band members in a live setting, backed by the solid, foundational bass playing of band leader and fellow Canadian Michael League. Snarky Puppy is a band consisting of a rotating cast of talented, generational musicians. When I saw them live at the TD Toronto Jazz Fest a few years back, I saw what must have been over 10 members of the band seamlessly integrating and grooving off each other's energy to deliver a concise, modern jazz representation. Please, please, please be sure to check out Snarky Puppy when you get a chance. The band is able to create addictive, singable lines without the actual use of vocals, which their cultish fan base will gladly sing along to during their live shows. It is truly an oral experience one must feel for themselves at least once. And there you have it, folks. I hope you guys enjoyed the pilot episode of Music with Tim. I hope to have you guys listening again next time. Please be sure to check out my Twitter and Instagram at HowChizzle, spelled H-A-O-C-H-I-Z-Z-L-E. And if you have any ideas for improving this podcast or if you have a special song request you would like me to do, feel free to use the call-in feature of the Anchor app. This is Tim and checking out for now. Bye-bye.